Hey legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. And we're getting into a little bit more TV horror here. Some classic stuff with uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer one more time. We're in the season 4, episode 3. This is the harsh light of day. And good old Spike is back in this episode. James Marsters absolute legend of a character so good to see him back even though um i can't recall just how much he's in this series i do recall that the the initiative get a hold of him at some point during the series so i'm not 100 percent sure how much he's in this series but quite a bit and it's good to have him back but this one here this episode he's back in his bad bad form one more time he's there basically looking for what is the equivalent of the holy grail for vampires it's a relic that is supposedly has the power to make the wearer unbeatable unkillable essentially a vampire with this thing would just be you know, you could stake him, wouldn't be able to kill him. He could walk in sunlight, you name it. Crosses wouldn't harm him. The whole nine yards. So he's after this in this episode. Um, yeah, we also get Harmony back in this episode as well. Um, she is her usual annoying self in this episode, but with a slight little difference. So basically... The episode opens up, the uh, dingoes hit my baby airplane at the bronze and uh, Buffy is having a chat with Willow and uh, Willow's wondering why she's not, you know, over with uh, Parker at the, the pool table but Buffy is keeping an eye on him through a mirror on the wall so after the dingoes wrap, Oz, he's getting ready to take Willow home and Parker volunteers to take Buffy back to her dorm. Willow waits for Oz and Devon to return to the van outside the bronze. And Harmony pops up. She approaches uh, Willow and the two of them are talking. And Harmony reveals that she's now a vampire. Bites Willow. Oz manages to rescue her. And Harmony runs off threatening her boyfriend is not going to be happy that they were mean to her so she's a vampire trying to kill people but she still has that high school streak on her you know the spoiled child sort of a vibe going on um Buffy and Parker walk back to the dorm and Parker discovers a scar on her neck she tells him it was an angry puppy the better and he asks her to a party the next night she accepts uh, over Giles's place Xander's helping him put books away when Anya having returned to Sunnydale makes a surprise visit she wants to know where their relationship with Xander is going and not aware they actually had a relationship Xander's confused you know, she's ex-demon of course and she's just socially checked out more or less, so like they went to the prom together or whatever it was, and you know, and, and her mind, you know, this is a, a lot more than what it was <laughs> back at the dorms. 
uh, Buffy and Parker they're about to kiss when Willow turns up along with Oz uh, they use their little code to uh, tell Buffy that uh, Willow's been bit by a vampire so it's like she uses the, the angry puppy uh, excuse again to get rid of Parker and while Oz is cleaning Willow's wound she falls Buffy in on Harmony's and the, the encounter that she had with Harmony and her supposed boyfriend cut to underground. A group of vampires are digging and Harmony approaches the leader and greets her boyfriend, good old Spike. So, uh, yeah, Spike has been tough with the workers' vamps uh, regarding their digging through the floor of a crypt. Harmony calls him Blondie Bear and asks him to kill Willow. Spike isn't keen since killing Buffy's best friend would set her on them. And you know, he's just thinking, I've had my ass handed to me more times than enough by the Slayer. Last thing I want to do is kill her best friend. So he is... <laughs> it's, there's some good comedy moments between him and the fact that he's trying to be the big man... And ordering all these vampires around, he's the, the head man. He's putting them to work, giving them shit for slacking off. And then Harmony's there calling him Blondie Bear and stuff. So she's just uh, killing any power that he has. You know, it's just like he's, he's trying his best to be cool and hard with these guys. Then she starts all this stuff and it's just really driving them up the wall. Um, Harmony's complaining that she wants to go out and, you know, after charming Spike, he agrees to take her to a party and, uh, yeah, Buffy and Parker arrive at this college party that's going on and they manage to run into Spike and Harmony and they're carrying a bit of man, they're taking him out to finish him off and amused Buffy teases Spike about being with Harmony and the two vampires flee. Buffy pursues them. And outside, she and Spike fight a little. Uh, Harmony interrupts, revealing that Drusilla left Spike for a fungus demon. And that they'll be back as soon as they get the gem of Elmara. Spike, absolutely irritated beyond belief at this point. is just like, oh, this, this woman has just given away what's going on here and um, Spike knows what the score is you know as soon as they get enough infor- that's just enough information the scupper has plans more or less so it's or, you know it's just trying to get it now before they turn up to try and stop him um, Anya turns up at Xander's uh, place uh, he gets her a drink and when he turns back around She's stunned butt naked. She, she reckons that uh, they should get rid of the sexual tension by sleeping together. That way she'll be fit to get over him and move on. <laughs> so there's a little bit of comedy between them two in this episode as well. Buffy. She try, she gets hold of Giles and informs him about Spike and Harmony. Giles tells Buffy that the gem of Amara was rumoured to contain... Great power of a vampire was ever to get hold of it. Uh, but it was concluded to have never existed uh, when they scoured the earth looking for it and found nothing. 
Giles decides to research it just in case. And Buffy says she's going to go get some sleep. Uh, back in the, the lair with Harmony and Spike. Spike, he's trying to read something while Harmony is lying in the bed. Harmony, she's droning on and questioning him about relatively unimportant things. Like I say, she still has that whole high school clueless vibe going on in this episode, uh, annoying the life out of him. However, she starts flirting with him, Spike joins her in the bed, and they go to town on it. Um, Xander, back with him and Anya, you know, he's shocked. Uh, she stands in front of him. She explains that, of course, we've already done that. Uh, Xander tries to refuse, of course, to sleep with her, telling her that you know, having sex is supposed to be about more than that. But uh, he does give in, goes for it anyway. So my notes are all over the works here. I'm sorry, guys. I need to be more prepared for these episodes. But, you know, I think that's the, the thing that I'm... I enjoy most about putting out content. It's not perfect. It's not polished. It is what it is. It's just a pop culture geek enjoying shows and just chatting about it online. So it's just, I'm not going to go out of my way to actually, like, you know, record for an hour, screw something up near the end of it, and then start the entire podcast all over again. That's not my style. You make a mistake. You gloss over it as best you can and you keep going. Uh, as what it is. Uh, keeps the content coming. Um, the next morning, Buffy wakes up to an empty bed. Uh, she searches for her clothes. She spent the night with Parker. They got it on. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Parker, he arrives with coffee. And, you know, pretty much says he'd call her and he brings her a coffee and whatnot, but... They have to part ways, get their day started and whatnot. So she's very self-conscious at this point. And she thought he'd maybe done a runner. But anyway, obviously they'd have to come back at this place. Um, while dressing uh, back with Anya and Xander, Anya tells Xander that she's over him uh, and he's okay uh, with that. Uh, yeah, he's just like, oh, well, that's fair enough, you're over Okay, you're over me, fair enough. She storms out in anger. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's three couples in this episode. Buffy and Parker get it on. Spike and Harmony were getting it on. And Xander and Anya got it on. Uh, back with Spike. He wakes up to Harmony drawn on his back with lipstick. He gets up to go to work and... You know, she complains he loves the tunnel more than her. And, you know, he says <laughs> he loves Cephalus more than her. There's a lot of things now and the, the, these shows, <coughs> particularly when it comes to Spike, there's a lot of put-downs and whatnot that he uses that I think today wouldn't go down too well with just the, the way things are with the just where we're at in life uh, a lot of people get highly offended very quickly these days um, you know Spike is one of these guys that 
doesn't just walk that line of, you know, slipping on the bad taste territory. He doesn't doesn't tiptoe that line. Like he just he jumps over it every once in a while, and uh, and the next episode of this podcast we we'll be doing an angel episode. Spike's also on that one. And he comes out with something at the very beginning of the episode. It's just a big, big no-no today in today's world. Uh, but I digress. So uh, Buffy arrives back in her dorm room where she's surprised to find Willow along with Giles. They tell her that an ancient text was found that places the gem of Elmara and Sunnydale. And after they get rid of Giles out of the dorm room, Buffy tells Willow about her night with Parker and she then waits for Parker to call her all day and he never does uh, back below ground Spike starts breaking through into the crypt Harmony uh, as annoyed when she's told she can't go back outside uh, she's complaining again like Spike's just like no one leaves the lair until we get this thing uh, you know that's all Harmony's fault she told the Slayer what they were after. So uh, he knows it's just a matter of time before him and Buffy cross paths in this episode. Um, Spike, he's insulting her and says uh, the gem that's all that matters right now. And when he finally breaks into the crypt, Harmony tags along. And Spike tells her to take anything else she wants. As he looks for the gem of Elmara, that's all he wants. There's a whole lot of treasure in there, a lot of nice jewellery that she's interested in. He's like, you can have anything you want, but I'm getting the gem of Elmara. Uh, seeing an, uh, an elaborate pendant, he puts it on and picks up a cross, but it burns him as it normally would. Uh, Harmony continues to talk, and Spike loses his patience, and finally tries to kill her, stakes her in the heart. However, nothing happens to Harmony and the wound instantly heals itself. Spike realises that the ring that Harmony picked up is the gem of Amara. Upset, Harmony just gives it to him and Spike leaves the crypt. Now, I have to say here, there's a hole that they dig through the bottom into this crypt and it's not even the size of a, well, it's roughly up the size of a manhole cover you would see in the streets. And Spike, when he leaves the crypt, he walks over and drops down through this hole. And I'm pretty sure it was James Marsters that done it. If it was a stunt double, they were very, very close in how they look. But he drops down through this small hole and he just misses it with his face, with inches to spare of even that. Unreal stunt. Such a simple little stunt, but unreal. You could screw yourself up in a major way if he had been slightly off there. He'd have busted his whole face. Um, yeah, so he's left the crypt now, uh, back at Chase's place. While they're researching for answers, Xander finds the TV in Giles' apartment and turns it on. He's like, I can't believe Giles has a TV after all this time. The man is human after all. So he turns it on, they're watching the news and they see that there was a, a sinkhole caused by the erosion of dirt beneath it in the city and come to the conclusion that it was Spike's underground digging that caused it. So Giles, he sends 
Xander defined Buffy, while the others head to the sinkhole. Uh, as Xander's looking for Buffy, he runs into Anya, who tries to talk to him about their previous evening and her feelings that she has for him, but he's distracted, blows her off one more time. Back in the crypt, uh, Giles, Willow and Oz confront a crying harmony, and she confirms Spike has the ring. Now, this one little sequence for Harmony was very emotional. You know, at one point she turns into a vampire and tries to attack everybody. But uh, she goes from the high school clueless thing to like a devastated woman that's just been tried to be, that her boyfriend just tried to take her out. That's, that's, I thought her acting in this sequence was incredible. Um, Buffy tracks down Parker. Uh, she's wondering what's going on. She's, there's a little s- sequence from the episode where you see her doing different things and every once in a while she comes back to check her messages and the phone and whatnot because he promised to call her and it hasn't happened so she's uh, super self-conscious she doesn't know what's going on she manages to track him down on campus but she finds him putting the same moves that he used on her and another girl Uh, she asks him if everything's okay he just tells her yeah it is Uh, she asks if he wants to do something with Parker Refuses citing earlier plans and you know, tries to leave. And she asks him if she did something wrong, but Parker assures her that she didn't. And he had a lot of fun. Buffy then realizes that while they slept together, meant a lot to her. For him, it was nothing more than just a casual romp in the sheets. So uh, she's devastated. Uh, he reminds her that it was her that put the moves on him and claims that he thought that they were in the same level. Uh, he then pretty much just turns and walks away, casually telling Buffy that he'll call her. Uh, yeah, so she's devastated. She's just had a sucker, an emotional sucker punch to the side of the face, let's just say, when this happens. And she turns around and gets physically punched in the face by Spike, who's wearing the... Gemma of Armara uh, standing in the sunlight. So Buffy and Spike fight. Brilliant fight sequence at the end of this episode. Um, you know, he enjoys the non-lethal sunlight. She stakes him very swiftly. Uh, he reveals the ring as it's protecting him. Uh, big mistake, so she knows what to go for now. Uh, Xander shows up, but Spike quickly knocks him out the way and continues to beat up on Buffy and as he does he notes that Buffy and Parker didn't seem to know each other that well and that she fell for his trick of playing a sensitive side and getting her to, to, just, getting her to seduce him he then mocks her by telling her that she must not be worth a second go and jokes that Angel told him as much enraged Buffy pummels Spike and uh, rips the ring from him um, he starts, of course now he's not protected from the sun anymore Starts to smoke starts to pour from him from the exposure to the sun and he dives down into the sewers uh, later on Buffy and the gang sit around Giles's place and Buffy decides that she wants Angel to have the ring so Oz he volunteers to take it when he goes to Los Angeles for a gig that night 
Buffy talks to Willow about what happened with Parker, wondering if every guy she sleeps with will be will end up evil the next morning. So it's it's pretty much a different version of what happened between her and Angel whenever they slept together in uh, season two, and he lost his soul and <laughs> became Angelus. Uh, for her, this was just like. The human version of what happened with angels. It's just you know she's wondering what every guy she sleep with wake up evil, and Willow assures her that she just made a mistake, and despite how badly he's treated her, uh, Buffy's still hung up on him, and wonders if it was something about her that put him off. As I say, insecurities dialed up to an eleven, not just with Buffy but with. The other girls in the episode, as far as the uh, the three little stories that were following there, like we had Buffy, Anya, and Harmony, all in their own ways getting their heart bro- broken in this episode. So Buffy decides to take a walk, and you know she parts ways with Willow, and we get a far out shot here, and separately we see Buffy, Anya, and Willow walking around the. The university campus and we close out the episode there this is a great great little episode i enjoyed this one so much um it's always nice to see spike back and and buffy and i do recall what happens them throughout the rest of the run of the series but it's just uh the order and how it happens now that i'm not that clear on as i say that's been I've said it before in the show, it's been a long, long time since I've watched the series back-to-back. Uh, probably 15 or 16 years now at this point. So I'm enjoying it, getting back into it. And The man's a legend, great character, Spike. And I don't think anybody else could play it just like James Marsters plays it. So that's it for this episode. And in the next one, we'll be hitting uh, season one of Angel where Angel gets, always brings the, the gem of Amara to Angel, and Spike falls to Los Angeles to try and get it off Angel. So uh, that's a fantastic episode, so I'm looking forward to recording a podcast on that one. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. If you did enjoy it, please rate and review the show. Share it along to anybody you think might be interested in listening to it. And uh, email the show if you fancy getting in contact. I I think the email is probably the best way to go about getting in contact with the show. Hellmouthhotline at gmail.com The show was in a lot of different places right now. So as far as like you know, checking comments and whatnot, this would be a killer. Trying to keep up with everything. If people do start just commenting on the podcast, so I think the email is probably the best way to go. So if you wanna get in contact with the show, no matter what you want to talk about, you want to tell me that I'm crap, that I should stop what I'm doing. Uh, feel free to do that. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing, but you can feel free to tell me to stop what you want to. <laughs> but uh, yeah. The email is probably the best and easiest way to get in contact with the show. So, once again, hellmouthhotline at gmail.com. And until the next episode, whatever you're doing, guys, I hope you're doing it safely, and I'll talk to you all then. 
This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.